Hello and welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Dude and Andy. Yo, Andy. Yo, What's dude. happening? What's up? How's it going, man? Hey, did you ever think about maybe auditioning to be one of those uh, announcers for uh, soccer matches? You know, I think you'd be really good at it. Well, Go! <laughs> I, I have not mostly because uh, I'm not a soccer guy. Uh, I don't even I've never even watched a whole soccer game, I don't think, or match or whatever they're called. I like the American football and they've got enough <sighs> announcers, man. Every ex NFL player there is on top of broadcasting oh, guys. Yeah. So totally. So uh what's going on, man? We're here to talk about some music. That is what we usually do on the Album Nerds Podcast. Um yeah, we're talking about two of two records from our vinyl collections. We both have uh some pretty beefy collections and uh we picked through them and picked out two records that we uh Ah uh, yes, I can hear the the hum of the vinyl now. Yeah, there you go. It's so Ambiance. comforting, so warm, <laughs> so inviting. Uh, yeah, so we got two records that we uh, love, especially on that format, and we're gonna uh, dive into them today, and hopefully, I'll uh, learn some interesting tidbits about uh, how they were made. Indeed, shall we? I got a dusty old pile of vinyl records sitting on my floor. I've played each one of them over and over a dozen times more. All right, Andy. Vinyl records. The 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 first way that people were able to really have music in their home that they could play whenever they wanted and not rely on the radio. And uh, they're still around, man. Yeah. I mean, in many ways, the vinyl record kind of invented what we know as the album today because that really made it an accessible format for people and musicians started thinking in this way and yeah and all kind of came out from there so yeah we owe a lot to the record and uh man I, you listen to records pretty regularly still is that a I do for you I, I know you used to a lot I do I don't as often as I should I mean I'm in a room with my records all day um when I even when I'm working, I've got my vinyl with me. But the the uh, the streaming media thing has kind of ruined it for me because there are times when like I have it on vinyl, but the quality is a little sketchy. It's older, or I don't feel like cleaning it, so I'll listen to the digital version. But I and I don't want to flip it. You know that's kind of. But when you can do it, when you've got the time to really just listen to the record, there's nothing better than that feeling. Of, you know, side A is over. You get up, you flip it to side B, and you know you hear that at the end, and you know. Yeah, it's much nice. more like a tactile experience, you know, as opposed to just clicking a couple buttons and having it come over the internet. So yeah, and the artwork and the lyrics and yeah, all yeah, the stuff. It's all, it all goes together. Yeah. And that's what that's what we're kind of talking about today is picking out from our collections. And mine's I don't know I have a I don't know five six hundred records and three or. 400 CDs, but picking out something from our vinyl record collections, it's like got not just that we like the album or the music on it, but that it's got something cool, some, you know, cool packaging or artwork or something. And so that's kind of the essence of what we're trying to do here today. Word up. All right, Andy, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm going to make you go first. Why don't you tell us about your choice for this week from your vinyl collection? What you got there, sister friend? 
<laughs> Thanks, brother man. Um, so, man, most of my vinyl that I really enjoy is older. Not necessarily super old, but like, you know, 70s, 60s and 70s. The golden days of vinyl, I would say. Not that there isn't good stuff that comes out today, but there was a lot of creative stuff coming out. Um, anyways, so one of my favorite artists we haven't talked about on the show at all yet, Frank Zappa. Um, I have a bunch of his records on vinyl, and that's generally how I listen to them, because his music is pretty dense, and you want to kind of sit and digest it, so vinyl's good, a good format for that. So I picked out his record, uh, One Size Fits All, which is really the first Zappa record that I came to love, and I think, man, if you're kind of new to Zappa, he's a, it's a really good record to jump into, and kind of get your feet wet on what he was all about. Um, what do you think of this? Have you heard this record before? I had not heard this record before. Familiar with the man and his work, though, right? Yeah, and his mustache. I have <laughs> often meant to go listen to Frank Zappa. I mean, I just never was able to get into it. Partial, part of the reason I was excited about this one, folks, we have a fantasy football league. Oh, man. And that Andy's in with me and the artwork for his team has always been this album cover and his team name is Sofa Number 2, which is one of the tracks. So I was actually, this was a great entry point for me because I had context in my <laughs> fantasy football life. You <laughs> so, said this album cover like pretty much every day in the fall, right? <laughs> yep, yep. But it's like weird fusion jazz or something. I don't know what the hell this is. It's crazy. It's like uh, someone took a bunch of Legos, right? <laughs> Okay. And just dumped them all over the floor, and they're like, "There's the music," and it's like, "What do I make of this? Oh do I gosh. build a house?" Oh do, you gosh. know. All right, let me give a little background, and we can play some music, and then we can try and figure out what Lego pieces we have involved here. All right, so this record came out in 1975. It is Frank Zappa and his Mothers of Inventions group, which is the, the backing band behind him. The rotation for the band changed a lot over the years. This has got some really talented members. You have Ruth Underwood, who plays percussion. George Duke plays synthesizer. And Chester Thompson is freaking ridiculous on drums. There's a great, great funky groove throughout this entire record. And it has Zappa's kind of like very iconic, very satirical, goofy lyrics, but... Amazing guitar playing. And you know, for me, what makes the Zappa record really good is we have that nice kind of blend between the goofy side and like the really talented musicianship that's happening. And this record nicely balances the two. Um, I think this first track here, the opening cut, Inca Roads, is a really awesome example of that. There's an amazing guitar solo in the middle of this track. And we're going to play um, a little sample. Often considered to be one of Zappa's best guitar solos of his career. Love that track so much. It's kind of weird lyrical imagery there. It's about like uh, aliens in a spaceship being able to find a parking space when they're landing on the planet. Just total, total Zappa stuff. <laughs> what, <laughs> did right. you, uh, what do you think of that track, man, especially? Well, like I, that was the, the opening track, so it did sound like some sort of jazz fusion. Who was the vocalist on that? That wasn't, that wasn't Zappa, right? Doing the lead. It sounded very jazz 
singery. George Duke. George Duke is he the drummer and he's the no, he plays synthesizers. He's uh yeah he does vocals on a few okay. a few tracks on the record. He's uh he's got that early uh, okay sweet voice. And I never really I re- never really knew what Frank Zappa did in his own band. I just thought he like wrote wacky lyrics and sang. I didn't know he played guitar. Although I should have because his son Dweezil's right. a big guitar head. Yeah, no, he's plays guitar. He writes all the music and. Kind of serves like when they perform live, especially later in their career, like more of like a conductor type role over the whole group. And he sings okay. occasionally, not always, but occasionally. I guess for me, this really, the sonically anyway, I don't know what the packaging is like, and I'll let you tell us about that too, but this does not fit 1975 rock and roll like what was played on the, what was happening on the radio and in stadiums. It's, uh, it's amazing to me that it found its place, and with such a loyal fan base as well. So it's kind wacky. of that counterculture sort of thing. Now you, you know, you're the jazz man with your jazz cigarettes. You hear the jazz. I mean, there's jazz fusion stuff in here, right? I mean, I'm not oh, crazy. Yeah. That's been I? a big part of of what he's been doing. I guess this is kind of like his most prog rocky type of sounds of all his work. So the album cover itself um, is like a, is a kind of a, a jab at those like sci-fi um, prog rock albums with like a lot of outer space imagery and stuff like that. So it's this big red sofa floating in, in space and it's kind of like a Monty Python look to it with uh, hands and fingers moving around the planets and stuff. And and, and folks, we're going to work on getting pictures of these records up on a new Instagram account we'll tell you about later. We're, we're trying to get oh, yeah. modern doing, with the kids. Doing Instagram thing, yeah. All right, so on the back of the record, it's a nice, beautiful illustration of the night sky, and they've renamed all the constellations to kind of like inside bad jokes and inside band jokes. Um, and inside of the sleeve is the full lyrics kind of written out in this like gothic font, and it's on like parchment paper, and it has like a very uh, elaborate first letter and all that kind of cool stuff. If you're not going to listen to it, it's, it's not something you can put on and do something else. You're really going to sit down and listen to it, so... So I like the vinyl right. for it. I think it's really well suited yeah. for that, and it's, it's no big deal. You know, it's only you flip it over once. It's only one plate. It's not. Uh, it's not a huge commitment. <laughs> nice to deal with it. So yeah, I, you know, let's play um, one more okay. track from this record here. This is what's you know, it called, Andy? You made it named after me. It's a uh, track I was named after. My parents love the song. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it is called Andy. Uh, it's actually, as you told me, my friends, uh, about uh, cowboy actor Andy Devine. Um, there's a weird lyric in it about uh, apparently he had like some <laughs> scabbing from thong sandals and listen for the line about uh, thong rind. Thong Andy rind. Devine had a thong, thong rind. rind. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. so weird. All right, here we go. Dude, why not, man? That's what makes this guy a genius. He just, you know, where you come up with this stuff? You can just kind of picture this whole group just hanging out and just coming up with some weird jokes and then figuring out how to work them into their songs. And then it doesn't really matter what it, you know, if anybody gets it or not. It's just, uh, just goofy for the sake of being goofy. 
Yes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting that I got to listen to something I haven't listened to before, unlike my pick, which you've probably heard a million times. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's fun. And, and it's nice to pick something out of our collections that it means something physically too, not just, you know, go stream it. If you can find it on vinyl and you got a record player, do it. Because, you know, that crackle, that hiss, the whole experience sitting there and looking at the, at you know, because these things were made by these artists as full works of art. And they're involved in the process of picking the artwork and, and taking the photos and whatever goes on. And it's part of the whole piece. You know, it's not just, not just the music every time. So Well said, man. It is a full experience with these records we got here. So you have a slightly more modern pick. This is what, like mid, mid 90s or no, mid 90s. <laughs> um, what'd you pick out, man? 1993, very well-known album called Are You Gonna Go My Way by uh, Lenny Kravitz. And, you know, I I had it on CD. I really liked the album and uh, liked the title track, like all the songs. But my friend uh, had purchased the vinyl copy of this and I couldn't really afford it, but I bought it anyway. The thing with it was, one, in those days, you have to understand, if there were bonus tracks, like songs that you couldn't hear on the radio, you couldn't download them you couldn't find there was no internet and so uh, with this vinyl in the actual cardboard sleeve there's a little notch where a tiny little cd sleeve fit and it had six bonus tracks on it some live stuff but also some demo tracks and songs that were recorded that didn't make the album i wanted to get my hands on the stuff that no one else had it had a really good acoustic version of sister and you know the vinyl was clear man Whoa, clear. that's cool now the, th- the thing with this too is that that the artwork, the cover is different than the CD. The booklet that's included, the artwork is, some is the same, but most of it's different than the CD. So on Spotify, the cover is like, hang on, Lenny is like facing the camera. He's got like some like rock star getup on and he's like grabbing his crotch and there's a woman in front of him, right? What's the uh, one that you have on vinyl look like? So it's got Lenny with sunglasses on with two ladies standing next to him and one of, they appear oh. to be topless. They're kind of, but it's sort of like psychedelic blurred so you can't really tell. Right. And then on the back, it looks like maybe he's his face is in. It's a blurry photo of the of a back of a car, and his face is poking out of a broken car window. So it's huh. just different. And uh, the gatefold is nice. There's some very psychedelic looking pictures of him. Uh, a really cool package and the clear vinyl at the time. I mean, I had a shit ass record player, and I didn't really like putting it on there because I was afraid I'd ruin it. And when it's clear, you cannot tell if it's scratched. You can't tell if it's clean. You can't tell of it's dirty <laughs> so i mostly listened to the cd but i love having this i love listening to it when i get a chance on the vinyl i'm gonna play a couple of songs one of which is sister i don't want to get into like the hit songs too much i'm gonna play a couple of album tracks this album has such a cornucopia of styles which is one of the things he's been criticized for over the years but i really enjoy so we're gonna listen to a little bit of sister
And he, uh, you know, the song is very long for Lenny Kravitz, actually, and it uh, it gets some more instrumentation, some strings and stuff. It kind of goes back and forth. What would you think of this, Andy? What would you think of, of revisiting this album? What's your sense of it? And uh, I don't think you're really a Lenny fan. Give it to me. <laughs> A lot of questions, man. All right. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't. I never got into him as much as you have. But I think we listened to this record maybe a few years ago, and I remember having mixed feelings on it then. So, I mean, the opening track, the single "Are You Gonna Go My Way," is like comes out of the gate just rocking, right? I mean, super um, Hendrix. Yeah, it's very Hendrix. It's, it's very Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Very bluesy, but, you know, head bobbing, grooves going on. That's a fun song. I always enjoyed this single on the radio. And then you get into some of the other cuts. I mean, like the one we just listened to, uh, Sister, and a couple of tracks before that, My Love, are so, like, slow down and spacey and just kind of hang there and really just take their time. And it's such a, it's such a yeah. contrast to Are You Gonna Go My Way and a track like uh, Is There Any Love in Your Heart? Which are so much more upbeat. Yeah, I've always liked that song too. Um, so I don't know. So that it does feel, I guess, a little up and down to me, which isn't necessarily bad, but I don't know. He he was often criticized on the. This is his third album, and even on the first two for being a victim of his influences too much, right. but. For me, I, I never, you know, I hear the Beatles here in some of these songs. You hear Curtis Mayfield and like funk elements and Prince. Yeah, you I, know, and, I thought Prince on a couple of these songs where he was like channeling yeah. the guy. I mean, well, and he's a multi instrumentalist uh -huh. like Prince. He writes you know, on a lot of these. I think he played all the stuff himself. Plays drums, piano, guitar. I mean, he's a multi talented guy, and is. He loves what he loves, and the music, especially then, that he made, he even insisted on using analog-only equipment. I don't feel like it was a put-on to try and sell records, like, hey, I'm going to do a 70s thing. I think the dude just, that was just what he was at that point in his life. So his influences came out, and I loved it. I loved it then, and I still love it now. I, uh, as years went on, I liked his records less and less. When Five came out with Fly Away and stuff, that was the first album he did with digitally produced mm -hmm. instead mm -hmm. of analog and i didn't like it i did not like it I, some of the songs are okay now but he kind of he started to lose me around that time because he was letting go of this and this is what i loved do so. you think he, he was carrying a more original sound at that point or his influences were still yeah his influences were still there and still are but definitely developed more of a modern sound i mean look at how many radio hits he had later yeah. from that album five and then from the greatest hits and um yeah, so this record is cool. Love the packaging. And uh, it's just a fun album. So what we're going to do is we're going to play you something you may have not heard. You probably can find it online now because they have a deluxe edition from the 20th or 30th anniversary of the album. <laughs> but I'm going to play a little bit of Brother, which is super funky and cool. of his love When will we realize that our skin is just a cloud To be thankful for the freedom of his love Oh yeah Yeah so uh, Lenny Kravitz Gotta love 
the Are You Gonna Go My Way. It's a great, fun record. I've always liked the spiritual side of his lyrics, although his lyrics are also criticized for being too simple. This guy just kind of got chopped away at with everything he's done, but I think he's, you know? Yeah, it is weird, because he doesn't seem like that controversial, really. But why Why do people jump on him? So I read that a lot yeah. when I was researching the record, too. It's well, I think it's uh, there used to be more of a aversion to something sounding like something previously done. Culturally, we've sort of shifted a little bit too, where there was a lot right. there was a lot more of a this sounds you can tell that you like the Beatles. So what? Is it good? Do you like it? And shut up. Listen to the record. <laughs> Thank you, Lenny. Thanks for the clear vinyl. Th- and it was one of the first records I ever bought brand new ever. I think it, you know, as an adult, like as a kid, I bought Michael Jackson or whatever, but to make the investment of whatever it was like 20 bucks at the time was you know a lot to spend on something i already had so it was probably the first piece of my current collection when you really think about it so thank you lenny thank you very much mr kravitz mr zappa it's been a pleasure thong ride yeah (laughs) watch out for them thong rides people oh dude nothing worse nothing worse than a bad case of thong rides (laughs) all right all right Thank you so much, everybody. We'll catch you next week. We're going to be talking about uh, concept records. Got two of our favorite concept records to talk about. It's going to be some good storytelling. Please do tune in for that. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter at AlbumNerds, at the website AlbumNerds.com, and all those other things. Don't forget to check out our symbol account and Instagram, right, buddy? Yep. Instagram's yep. happening. Yep. Album Nerds will be our name on Instagram. It's set up. There's one picture so far, but we're going to add more. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to follow us, man. Yeah. Get Sweet. to it. Get to it. Yeah. Also, everybody, you know, use your different uh, podcast purveyors, whether that be iTunes, where you can go give us a five-star rating, help other people find us. That's good stuff. You can find us on Google Play Music as well as Stitcher Radio. Have a good night, everybody. We love you. See you later, buddy. (laughs) All right. Peace out, people. Bye-bye.